Welcome to the Ben's Big Deal podcast. This show is for anyone interested in getting a great deal with an airline, hotel, or credit card. I am your host, Ben Komenkul. I am a points and miles expert, and I will share with you the latest information so that you can take advantage of all the big deals out there. Let's get started. news that's happening right now is Delta Airlines has opened up a new Delta Sky Club at Kansas City at MCI Airport, not the place that you would normally think of. Not only that, but they built a 11,000 square foot property that could fit 200 passengers and guests. One of the things that's happening right now is you're going to see Delta is building out really nice new lounges. In fact, there's nothing between American and United or even a priority pass lounge for all the matters at MCI Airport in Kansas City. One of the things about it is that recently, too, they just announced at the same time, basic economy, passengers will no longer be able to access the lounge. If you have status, uh, you have to be flying internationally. If you're flying domestic, you're not going to be able to get in these sky up lounges anymore. Now, here's a one caveat, and this could be the reason why they're opening up this lounge in the first place is because of the deal they have with American Express. So American Express Platinum card holders, whether you have the personal version or the business, or if you have the Amex Delta Reserve personal or business, you'll still be able to get in even without having status. So here's the situation. When you look at it in the end, they really are trying to track more of those credit card holders into the lounge as opposed to really rewarding more of their elite members. In fact, elite members are going to be the only ones able to buy lounge club access now. Now, moving forward, if you don't have elite membership, you're not going to be able to get in. And they want to address the overcrowding issue that's happening right now in many of the Delta lounges. I would say, without a doubt, the Delta Sky lounges for domestics are heads and shoulders better than the Admirals Club or the United Club that exists out there. And you're going to find even in this particular lounge that they open up, you'll see leather recliners, gray and white throw rugs, uh, stylish wallpaper, luxurious first impressions, and local artists. I mean, it's just an incredible space. And it's only a few steps away from the Delta Gate. So it's easy to begin your flight there and ending when because it's also an arrival lounge. You'll be able to get in there. Florida ceiling tinted windows. There's a sky deck. You can go outside. So I'm really excited about what you're going to find here. And the food's fantastic. Comparing for uh, purchased drinks and cocktails are just a step above what you're going to find at other domestic lounges. I'm really excited about that. The biggest news that's happening right now in credit cards is lounges. Let's talk about priority pass lounges. Now, if you have a premium, ultra premium credit card like American Express Platinum Card, a Capital One Venture X, a Chase Sapphire Reserve or US Bank Altitude, one of those type of $450 cards and, and higher, you typically will get lounge access. Now, it's not one of the Delta Sky Club lounges or the American Airline lounge, but those cards usually give you access to what they call a contract lounge, which is usually a very large network of independent airline lounges. And there's a company called Priority Pass. They have gathered together about 1,300 lounges around the world. They're not directly affiliated with any airline, although 
There are some airlines that accept Priority Pass into their lounges. There's a list of them. You can go and take a look at Priority Pass app and you can see if that particular airport has access. I always like to look at Lounge Buddy as well. And then one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about is that Priority Pass not only contracts to actual contract lounges, but they also have restaurants. Did you know that? A restaurant Priority Pass restaurant means that they will accept a certain dollar amount, like $28 a credit per person. So if you have, for example, a Chase Sapphire Reserve, you could be able to go into a Priority Pass restaurant in an airport and be able to show them your card and they will give you anywhere between $28. Some restaurants give you $30 per person. So it's you and another guest. So that's two people. So if you have a $28 credit, that's $56 you could take off your bill when you're eating there. So it's really great. I mean, there are some fantastic properties that accept Priority Pass as a restaurant. Uh, Some of them are in Detroit, some in uh, Harbor Grill in BWI. I remember having the Cadillac Mexican Kitchen in Houston. So there's quite all over the place, even Landry Seafood. And it's a great alternative when they do not have a lounge, you can go to a party pass restaurant. Now there's a couple restaurants and a couple credit cards that do not extend their services to restaurants. One of them being the Amex platinum card, although that's a great lounge access card when it comes to priority pass restaurants, they just don't accept it. Uh, Same thing with capital one venture X. So neither the capital one venture X or the Amex platinum personal or business or any of the variety of Amex platinums will get you into the restaurant. However, if you have a chase Sapphire reserve, If you have a U.S. Bank Altitude, if you have a Ritz-Carlton Chase card, if you have a City Prestige, all these will pay $28 to $30 per person and you could be able to get into a lounge. Now, I've also had it where if you have a credit card that actually adds an authorized user, you can actually get them a priority pass and uh, you could be able to use that extra credit. So if there's two of you, that means you actually can get times two. That makes it four people if there's two cards. That's really, really nice. I will add one thing when it comes to tipping. How does that work? Usually they don't have any metrics trick there because tipping is really personal, but in the US, typically it is customary and reasonable to uh, recommend to tip. So I usually tip the full amount prior to the discount. So that way I don't discount the service tips that the server would be receiving. So just be mindful that if you are in the US and you're looking to uh, tip, please be generous uh, with that. Let's talk about the last thing, the hotel big deal that's happening right now. And that's Built Card offering a status challenge to Hyatt, World of Hyatt. If you're not familiar, the Built Card is a program that allows you to be able to pay your rent without a fee. So there is a credit card program. It's a World Elite MasterCard as well as a loyalty program. You don't need to have the credit card to sign up for the loyalty program. But if you do sign up for the loyalty program, they're offering right now between March 28th to April the 1st, there's a five-day window there to sign up for it. You'll have a chance to be able to status a tier match into Explorers. And that starts on April the 17th. So they'll give you kind of two weeks to get ready, make some bookings. And between a 90-day period, between April 17th to July 16th, during that 90-day period, if you stay 10 nights, you become explorers. If you stay 20 nights, you'll become a globalist. Just give me an idea, globalist, which I really think is you should shoot for if it makes sense, 20 nights during that period of time from mid-April to mid-July. In those 90 days, if you stay 20 nights, you will reach top tier status with 
with Hyatt. Now, here's the thing about Hyatt status. You can't get it through a credit card. You can't buy it uh, having spending unless you're willing to spend on the Hyatt credit card $140,000. I probably would never do that. But it is a fantastic status to have. It is one of the best. I would say if you're a Marriott Platinum member and you're thinking about it, you really should. It is better than being a Marriott Platinum when it comes to suite upgrades. The breakfast benefit is fantastic. They don't limit it to two people. They don't give you like a Hilton $15 credit per person. They give you a full breakfast. Many properties, it will differ, but many times it's two adults and two children is what they usually give as a breakfast benefit. And many of the four and five star properties which Hyatt is known for. They'll also give you lounge access as well. So if a lounge is open, you'll be able to use access lounge with your global benefit. If they don't have a lounge open, you'll have breakfast in the restaurant for two adults and two children. It also allows 4 p.m. checkout, which gives you an extra day. It also allows you early check-in if it's available. It also gives you suite upgrades into a standard suite. So if a standard suite is available on the day of check-in, you'll be able to get it at no additional charge. And so there's some really great things. In addition to that, you'll also get wave parking if you're on award stay. So if you're using Chase Ultimate Rewards or Build Points, you could be able to use that as well. So that really exemplifies really what the Globalist program really, really can do. The World of Hyatt program, Globalist, which is their top tier. Now, normally you need to reach Globalist with 60 nights. They've cut that down to 20 nights, but you have to do it in a 90-day period. So if you have some bookings and you have some stays, I would consider doing that quickly. Now, I also want to add in, there's also something going on right now. Concurrently, there's a bonus program. It's called Bonus Journey. So if you're staying right around that same time, starting with your second stay during that period of time, if you decide to stay two nights, you get 3,000 points. If you stay another two nights, you get another 3,000 points. So it's about 1,500 points a night. And one of the great things about Hyatt too, is that you don't need many points to stay at a Hyatt. I mean, it starts off as low as 3,500 points a night. Do you remember that, SPG people? 3,500 points a night on an off-season at a Category 1 property. And I stay a lot of probably Category 3, Category 4 properties, which are 12,000, 15,000 points per night. But I'm just sharing with you, if you want to go get kind of those extra stays in, there are quite a bit of Category 1 properties starting at 3,500 and 5,000 points per night. And I guess said, with the promotion, you can get back 1,500 points per night. So maybe you're out only 3,000 points or less just on this challenge alone. And believe me, once you get global status, like I got it back in 2015, it's been pretty hard to give up. I make it a priority every year to get my global status as well. Something to really consider. If you want to sign up for it, you need to download the Built app and reach out to me, bensbigdeal.com. And that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for joining me. We are here to help you become a point master.